I, I don't know. <laughs> I was hoping you'd have something. <laughs> what do you want me to say? My first. Hey, hey, uh, welcome to Least Talk. What do you want me to say? What What do you want me to say about I, that? I got something to say for you. Yeah. For you. Mix in a save. How about that? How's that you're sound? Gonna start, you're gonna start with that, okay? Uh, mix one. Mix that. one in for the fellas. All right, this is going to be off the rails. <laughs> exactly, oh, I can already tell the tone. Oh, hey. Welcome to Leafs Talk. I'm J.D. Buggins. He's Sam McKee. If you're watching on YouTube, bang the thumbs up. If you're listening on iTunes or Spotify and you haven't hit the five stars, you're basically a war criminal in my eyes. Uh, I'll tell you this right now. The boys checked out after the second period. I was basically eyes glossed over. I had already had my takes. This was going to be a 35-second Leafs talk that was going to have a viewership of maybe eight people, <laughs> our two moms, maybe some other sickos hey, out Matt there. Been too mad to watch. <laughs> yeah, a couple sickos. I was out of it. Yeah. But what did I text you when they scored the second goal? They're going to win. Yeah, which I was wrong twice because I told everybody to go to bed <laughs> after the second period. Oh, you did? And then I, I said that they were going to win after they scored the second goal, but they did get to overtime. This is my take, bud. This was weirdly... Despite the comeback, like this was a double predictable game for the Leafs, like so predictable that they came out, mm-hmm. dogged it, got mm-hmm. killed on home ice in a obvious let up spot trap game. Mm-hmm. And then also double dipping the obvious, maybe not coming back all the way from down five, but once they smelt blood in the water and once the stars could feel that there were points to be had against the Columbus oh, Blue yeah. Jackets, you knew they were going to go hunting. Boy, they were taking long shifts in the third. Like, as <laughs> yeah. soon as they started sniffing it, the average length was two minutes. It was like North Toronto Arena out there. Boys are just out there for as long as they possibly could be. Yeah, like, it's remarkable, like, that we're sitting here talking. They're just addicted to overtime. They cannot yeah, yeah. not play overtime. They have to play overtime. They went one full game without playing overtime. They're like, we're down five oh. zip. We, <laughs> we got to get our fix. We need our oh, We got to get back in there, boys. And yeah, then overtime again tonight. They have their chances. Matthews hits the post. They're, Will, Willie Nylander has a breakaway where it goes to the guy's legs and trickles out, and then the other way it goes in. But to me, this game comes down to a couple things. And first of all, I'm going to, you know, Sam Snob was really bad. But in my opinion, not pulling him after the third goal or not pulling him after the fourth goal, the way that third period went is even more unforgivable. Like, I know it's hindsight, but I texted you the hook after oh, the third goal. You said it. I texted you, you the it. third goal. Like, you had – this team stinks. Columbus stinks defensively. They've blown the most leads in the league. You know what happens whenever you put in a backup goalie. It always lights a fire under them. They didn't even need to have the backup goalie to go in to get a fire lit under them. And he was shaken and broken. And to me, you it's on Keith. You had to get him out of there after three or four. After three or four, to let him let in that fifth goal that went through his mask. Like, I don't even know mm-hmm. how that went in. Like, it just, it was a really tough look for me to not get him out of there. Like, what are you worried about? Martin Jones is like his amount he's playing. You're, you're saving him for the start on Saturday. Like, I, I don't know how you don't pull Samson off in this. You don't want to hurt his confidence. Like, I don't think he's the most confidence guy, guy, regardless of what happened tonight. So I hated that from Keith. Okay. So let me, first of all, say you're a hundred percent correct that you just, you can't even have the other take like at this point, because of the way that the Leafs came back. So yes, yes, you're right. You were proven right. Hindsight is 2020, but you're right. I will say I'm torn on it 
because in the moment when he had given up the third goal, when you're, that was the correct time to give him the hook. I only had one of the goals as bad, which was the third, the first two goals. I didn't really put on Samsonov. He had kind of battled a little bit to start the game. Like the Leafs got outshot in the first period. Mm-hmm. He was out there battling the second period. They came out, they were flat. They were dogs again. Oh, yeah. And he finally let in one bad goal. And I went, do you really want to pin this one on him? Like, do you want to say this is Samsonov's fault? Oh. The fourth one. And then the fourth one goes in and I go, that's two, th- three, four, and five are, you know, I was apoplectic in the text with you there. Yeah. This is minor league stuff. Like you go to your first goalie camp and they teach you how to play the post better than what Samsonov did on the third goal. Right. Mm-hmm. The, like this is that one just, yeah, that's, that's it's lazy goaltending. He doesn't get back yeah, fast enough. Like he's out too far. It's just not pretty. Totally. But the fourth goal now keeps got to be thinking, all right, we're, we're DOA. Like this is over. My guys aren't skating. Nobody's trying the, the puck the, we're turning pucks over every 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Samsonov's thinking, let him rot, let him rot in the net and try to find his game rather than me going to old Marty Jones and having him play three games in a row. Potentially <laughs> old bag of bones, Marty. Yeah. Old bones Jones. Like it's just, <laughs> I, I don't want to see that. So you're like, you're right. Okay. Yeah, you're no, but, right, I see, but, but I see your point of view here. Like yeah, I completely but, get it. I'd leave him in there out of spite. Out of spite. Yeah. Like it's just like you're you're giving him the Patrick Waugh and Montreal treatment here. Like just yeah. Like I'm not bailing you out of this, baby. You got yourself into this mess. You're getting yeah. us through the rest of this game. Like I see that perspective. Like does he have holes in his body? No, like is, is like, there holes in his body? Is he a ghost? Is Samsonov a ghost? Because I, how does some of these get through him, bro? I know. And I just I don't really know what's happened to him. Because like the start of the year was bad, but it wasn't that big a sample size of him being awful. It was like a month of him being bad. Goalies to go through bad months all the time. He was really good for them in long stretches last year. Obviously he had his sketchy points, but like over the full sample size of the season, he had a really solid season for the Toronto Maple Leafs. But like, this is just, it's at a point here now where you're really, really scared starting him. Like I thought, you know, we we talked about it. We talked about it. 100% you're starting him but you're not enjoying it for one second ever. And you have no idea what you're going to get, which is exactly what you wanted in your starting goalie. Like I, I, I had some hope here that coming off the wall injury that he would not have the worry of the guy looking over his shoulder and that he would be better. But you just, you know, I guess he has the shutout, the easiest shutout ever against Nashville. Uh, he's okay against, against uh, New York, the Islanders or whatever. But tonight is a, total confidence shaking start for everyone involved fan base organization coaches fellow teammates like everyone is shaken so it's a tough one yeah well i will say in his like again i just said that he has holes in his body and he might be a ghost so like <laughs> this guy this guy was 19 3 and 3 at home last year i that thought awesome. okay you know what this is going to be maybe a bit of a statement run for him maybe mickey is right maybe we should have some faith in this guy but and but to his de- defense, like again, the Leafs put him in a terrible position to start this game with some of the turnovers. Like, did the Leafs threaten once through the first two no. periods? This is as bad as they've ever played. The first two goals weren't his fault. Max Domi tries to funnel a puck behind terrible. the net. It's a lazy pass. And guess what? It gets popped out in front to Line A, who can still snap it with the best of him when he's coming downhill right there in the slot. The second goal, you know, I, it's a horrible blind pass, but where's the support on the wing? Buddy. Like I sent a tweet about this and cause I was so disgusted by Gregor where mm-hmm. he's, 
and people are like it's a set play it's a set play like i is it a set play to have your left coach no like three people Sheldon tweeted Keefe me on twitter three people you? tweeted me that they're like it's a set play i'm like i don't know he was at center ice when the guy's trying to rim it around maybe it is a set play but it's a pretty crappy set play so we can I think blame it's on him both for that guys, too man. i think yeah. it's on both guys a blind pass and a, Look, and a winger flying zone yeah i don't know i just it wasn't pretty he has no chance on that he has no yeah. chance on that. That's a great deflection from uh, from Kent Johnson, who ends up scoring the overtime winner. Absolutely no chance. But this goal, the third, three, four, and five, all terrible. Yeah. All Samsonov, yeah. All terrible. And but you're uh, right. I'm torn on it because this is the Columbus Blue Jackets you're playing. The second that you start getting the the top players, they they're like the shark in what's Finding Nemo, where it's like it smells that little bit of blood, and all of a sudden it just turns on everybody. It's like it's just ramming into the the ship. Yeah. trying to eat the little baby fish. That's what those guys were at the end of that game. And you got to think again, hindsight, but still dude, it's the Columbus blue jackets. You got a good team. He mm-hmm. should have tried to wake up his squad. He should have pulled Samson off. Yeah. He should have gone with Jones and then tried to tilt the, the ice the other way, because I, I think that there's a pretty strong case. You could make that if he does that at the third or at least the fourth, right? Like or sure going the fourth. past the fourth is yeah. You, you might've, you might've been able to pull away with a, a win tonight. I just, as bad as Samsonov was, I just don't want to make it seem like this entire show is all about him because, like, the team dogged it for two oh, yeah. periods. Oh, they were and, terrible. And this is what I, I know, whatever. There's probably some people in here that are furious. Like, whatever. The, people were getting mad at me calling them the Just Enough Boys last oh, they game. They were mad like, at you guess for that, what? what? They were mad at you for that one. Hey, guess it. what? Yeah. R- right again, dumbos. Like, keep coming. Keep coming uh just enough they get the point they find a way that just enough against the columbus blue jackets is you only have scoring to one five period and that's scoring exactly five goals in one period is the just enough yeah so if, if you if you're not smart enough to understand it like if you think like oh they beat the rangers like if you're not it's just enough to win just enough to get into overtime that's the take it's it's not a disparaging remark they find a way to get this thing done the just enough leafs get yeah. into overtime Mm-hmm. And they play a period. But I want to ask you this is like, okay, we know the Leafs can raise their game, right? Mm-hmm. To the good teams. We've seen it against the Rangers. We've seen it against the Bruins. We've seen it just in the past, like this entire iteration of this group. But I said this today when I did uh, the fan pregame with Cuthbert. Do you kind of do you kind of want to see these these games now, like against the Columbus Blue Jackets of the world when you're coming back from a road trip, coming back home? Are these now the measuring stick games from this group? <laughs> I'm serious, I, like handling your business against the crappy teams in the league and not doing the just enough, but actually playing some complete games and getting these wins and dominating and proving that there's a different makeup to your group. Like, is there nothing to that to you? I I mean, that just, I'm really twisting my brain to, to get to that point, but like, I can see your, your point. And that's can, not a hard thing to do. With no, you, I know. I can yes. understand what you're saying. Like I yeah. do, but like to me, I just think it's the Thursday night against the Columbus Blue Jackets and this makeup of this team. They're never like we can sit here and scream about it for as much as we want, but like, they're just never going to get out for this game. It's just, there's like, you could trade like, it's just the way it is. And I, I don't know how to explain it. And I would love Wouldn't to that teach it. you something about them. If you no, didn't see it, like buddy, I am a, I have a masters in this team. I understand this team. There's nothing more that can be taught to me about this team. I have yeah. my masters. There's All nothing right. that I can learn. If they, they lay eggs against bad teams, an out-of-division opponent on a weekday is always spooky. 
there is just no way it's not going to be a but little that's bit. That's the spooky. point. But yeah. that's the point. I understand like, the if point. If you're Sheldon Keefe, tell them everybody that has a master's in watching you is expecting you to lay an egg tonight. <laughs> like there's that was the message that would have been going in this game, right? Like nobody was unique with their takes. Mm. I saw you guys, Kipper, like Kipper was during the broadcast going, Born, you said they were going to lay an egg tonight. I was like, who didn't say they were going to oh. lay an egg tonight? It would have been a way hotter take to come out and say, you know what I think? Leafs are going to kick the living crap out of Columbus tonight. They're going to come out wire to wire, beat them down, baby. That's what's going to happen. Way, way hotter take. I I just think if you're them at some point, yeah, just do that. for They got to stretch here against a bunch of lesser lights, right, throughout Christmas. Just come on. Come stomp some of these teams out. Who do they they have? They have Penguins on Saturday. And then one of the worst teams in the league run by arguably the worst GM in hockey (laughs) who can't. I mean, he made arguably the trade that killed the power play. He made a bottom six that's the oh, least top in the NHL. Oh, easy, Bobo. You got a big show tomorrow. To I'm just saying. It. Easy. They're like dead Raider. last in Ooh. Dead last Ooh. in Raider and big fella. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm saying. I'm just saying that it's quite a remarkable feat to have Sidney Crosby play at his very, very uh, best yeah. and be that bad, you know? Yeah, so they got Rangers next week, and they got yeah, Sabres on next Thursday. Sabres stink, too. They absolutely rot. Yeah, and then uh, Jackets next Saturday. Why, yeah, are, why are the Leafs playing the Columbus Blue Jackets on a set? So it's back-to-back. They, they had the uh, Preds hey, on a Saturday, what? and then they got the Jackets hey, on a Saturday before Christmas. Give me a break. I right. thought it was going to be Babcock. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. This would have been the Babcock Bowl. Yeah, tonight. this would have been the old Bab Bowl. The yeah. Babsy Ballsy. That would have yeah. been crazy tonight. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a good That's point. A, I didn't even think of that. I, I mean, Smart I actually guy. don't know when they. But it's not true, though, because yeah. this game would have been the big one, and then they would have been in Columbus, and it would have been a week later. So, yeah, who knows? I Anyways. just, this is just a guess. I'm saying We're at least it would have had some. News, so who cares? <laughs> We're, We're off the rest. <laughs> it's off the rest. We're off All the right. Like, the. <sighs> Again, I, I just I reluctantly give them credit for this comeback because it's like they they look like they were playing like the Columbus Blue Jackets completely reverted to who they actually are in that third period. Like the oh, they second- suck. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, they suck. They're really, really, really bad. Yeah, they are. Did you the one thing I want to see, which felt like it could have been the turning point in the game, was that offside call. That was a hero call that ref made was. on the power play. Was. And I couldn't they never showed us a good look at it. And I wanted to see a good look at it because if, if the Leafs had come back and won that game, hell, they got a point. If you're Columbus, you ended up getting the two points who really cares, but that, that was a big call from the official. It was an absolute hero call. Yeah. I was like, I was like, Oh, they're on the power play. Why are they calling? They're on the penalty kill. Why are they calling an ice? I know. That's what I thought too. It was like, I offside. Yeah. yeah, that is a that that refy. There must have been some scouts, ref scouts in the in the yeah. building. <laughs> like, that refy's wife was there tonight. He's yeah. like, got him. Yeah, he had his whole family there in Toronto. He had the seats. <laughs> his whole family. <laughs> Look at him go! Everybody said he was a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a take for this game. I like okay. Karali. I like Karali. What's right. he make? I don't know. That'd be a guy to me that would fit well in a, as a bottom right. six guy. 
He's a gritty you guy. Expect he's, me to he's know passionate. the Columbus Blue Jackets cap sheet situation. Uh, I got news for you, brother. I do not have that. Yeah, okay. But I think Corrali could be a good guy. I like him. He pops. He's gritty, skates hard, cares, mm. passionate, good bottom six kind of guy. I don't know how much he makes. Maybe too much for the least. I have no money, but uh, mm. I like him. That's a guy I would like to see them look at for their – because they need depth of their forwards. Yeah. You know? The, the, the comeback gave me for a second mm. good memories of – the Leafs 2020 playoffs where they did come back against Columbus and everybody thought that they broke the curse and Mm, that they found a way to do it. It was just, it was all too familiar. Those sweaters, the comeback, the same guys on the ice, just causing the pressure and creating havoc and looking amazing when they had nothing to lose and thinking to myself, boy, they did it. They unlocked something only to show up and lay an egg in the next night. So I've told you, I don't know if I've told you this take, but I had this take on Kipper and Bourne today that, Mm-hmm. I'm happy they didn't win the cup that year. I'd rather not have that cup. I agree with that take. I yeah. said, it, but buddy, in hindsight, I, I none of those, none you. of those championships count. Like Bro, none of them count. I, I said to you on when we did the most heartbreaking Toronto sports moments on my podcast yeah. two days ago, that in hindsight, I'm sorry. Like the Habs fans get to chirp us forever. I, it's fine. And like, and I will accept it and it sucks. And it hurts me still deep down in my soul. But in hindsight, losing that thing and the pandemic, the bubble tournaments and, you know, only like 12 nurses in attendance for yeah. those games and how weird it was. They, they don't they don't feel the same way. You're right. For the Leafs, as tortured of a franchise, I get it. If someone has the position of I, I don't care, I would have just been loving to have one. I get it. I get it. I get yeah. it. But I, I would want the first Leafs Cup to be completely bulletproof. The of thing course. is, is that we're going to die before it happens. Oh, so it's like, yeah, yeah who cares? It's yeah. like. I wish if I had a dragon, it breathed fire and it, you know, like who cares? This is all the stupidest thing to talk about. Um, anyway. So yeah, that's, it's a stupid, yeah, it's moot. Yeah. It's an absolute yeah. moot point. Like I'm picking, yeah. I'm picking between Leafs yeah. cups here. Like yeah, I know. <laughs> picking between your ideal fantasy Leafs cup. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That was sad. <laughs> that yeah. was really sad. Yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah. All right. I guess the, the comeback is just, when those when those guys are on the ice and engaged and pressuring, it's like, yeah, there's no there's no greater group. It's, and what are they now? They're ten comebacks. Yeah, this like is they didn't count. get a win though. So yeah, no. The, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. So this one doesn't count because they've got nine comeback wins. Yeah, but this is yet another comeback where they force an overtime. Like this is actually them in their comfort zone, right? Hey, we're we're now going to get credit for turning it on. We've got nothing to lose, and the six best guys, the six most talented guys are on the ice, ripping it around and forcing an inferior team to watch all of our skill. Yep, that's it. That's You nailed it. And they are so, so good. Like, it just, yeah. like that play, I know it's a, he oh. muffs it, but like going back against the grain like that is so yeah, nice. Beautiful. I, they're just, it's a real pleasure to watch this team when they're playing this kind of offensive hockey no like when they don't have anything to lose right like when it's just like when keith is clearly like hey we it doesn't matter if we give one up so go all in here and they just go all in on this kind of hockey and the big guys are playing the whole period there aren't there is no more exciting team in the league to watch than them they are truly no. electrifying totally agree all of them are amazing hockey players like that Matthews, Marner goal, yeah, it was so that, sick the, the Marner goal what do you think is this the prettiest goal this season so far I Matthews actually, is a, I think McCabe's is prettier. 
This one is amazing. That one you think the, is prettier? Than <laughs> yeah, just bar down clapper. I absolutely look at that. You're, yeah, you're, I was gonna oh, say it's yeah. a it's a nice goal, but yeah, oh, yeah, your love of McCabe is look at just this. getting out of control. He's gone yeah. full enough on us, bud. Yeah, he's laying guys out. I he's love that you made a enough reference. On he's this. gone full enough. Yeah, he's na- laying guys. Give him the C, bud. He's laying yeah. guys out. He's going bar yeah. down with clappers. He's he's gone full enough. <laughs> but yeah, uh, like and the the tying goal is unbelievable the mm-hmm. like the play like this is a great pass from from yep. uh from Nylander but the yep. touch pass Marner makes on the tying goal is so sick from behind the net and just Matthews right away flick of the wrist post and he couldn't even believe it went in like it's just yep. I I loved watching it it was so fun I was having a blast man yeah me too I was I did that's the thing that's the thing that you can't deny about this team is that they're entertaining as hell like absolutely man you know it's like it's fun to bitch about them it's fun to watch them like they play an entertaining style of hockey they've got just unbelievably entertaining players who are all in their prime it just yeah they like pass right here yeah bing look at that that's beautiful too yeah you knew it though the second the second they made it 5-4 i was like this is like lock of the century that they end up tying this hockey game yeah off the board bang that's, and a, poor that's in a moment. How fast did that happen? Like, it's yeah. like one second, bing, bang, boom in the net. And uh, they're like, we're that we're ruined. Poor that's Adam. Fan- Adam Fantilli paid a million bucks to have a hundred family friends. There. Yeah. <laughs> and they blow a five, nothing lead. Yeah. Thank God. They won for old Fantilli. God. That's my favorite Austin Matthews celebration, by the way. With the two hands, the, like the Christ pose thing yeah, that yeah, he does, and then yeah, it's the fans a great sound. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a great one. It's kind of to me the signature one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, two quick things before we go. Anyways, yeah. for me, um, number one is if because the Leafs lost, does that cushion the blow if you're a fan who left the building? Yes, absolutely. Okay. No yeah. question. I mean, I will say you cannot have many more electrifying moments than your team tying it down five nothing. Like regardless Dude, of result, red hot, regardless of result, yeah. you got to live that moment and you lost. Yeah. Like you didn't, when that moment happened, you didn't know the loss was coming. So you got to live that moment, which is great, but it yeah. does soften the blow a little bit that they lost. Definitely. I don't think here's my take is this is why you just, you can't do it. You can't leave unless there's a few minutes left in the game. You can't leave unless it's, it's the final inning of a baseball game or two. No, like you just never know what's going to happen. That's that, so if you paid all that money to go yeah. to this game, and I know the so many of you that were at that game, you know, you're the richest people on earth, yes. you know, your company pays for it, you're stealing from all the real fans, you're kind of scum, and then you bring your friend one time a year and you think that makes you a good person. Like you're not, you're a bad person, okay? You're a bad <laughs> oh, person. Whoa. You left that game because yeah, you're entitled and you and you've got those, those are handed to you. You know, you probably didn't even work for those tickets whatsoever. They were given to you. Okay. So you're in that okay. building. And you leave because you go to a million of them and you don't care. Yeah. And you left early and Mm -hmm. the Leafs have this incredible comeback. That was fun to watch, dude, to be in that building and to be around the fans and knowing that was going to happen. And the pulse of the building as it was happening must have been amazing. Like it just must have been a one hell of a time. And yeah, did they lose in overtime for sure? But look at the fans going absolutely bananas for it. Big pop. Credit to the Leaf fans that stayed and, and didn't try to beat the traffic. I told everybody to go to bed. So like <laughs> I, I was, if you, I was, but I didn't say if you're at the game, leave. I said, if you're not paid, go to bed. Cause yeah. I just, I'm not a believer in leaving games early. No, I, like, I rarely ever leave. The only time that I've left a Jays game early in a really long Ranger. time was Texas series this year. Yeah. 
But there was that, never a more stone cold lock than them not scoring any runs. So I didn't have to worry oh, yeah. about that. Like that was and a lot. The worst part though is we're sickos. We went and sat at the bar to watch the end. inside the stadium and watched the end of the game. Oh, it's on anyway. <laughs> we're never watching this so, team again. Uh, yeah, right did you want to mention Reeves? Yeah, well, I think that's the only other thing. Yeah, it sucks. About. Sucks. Because like I thought he was actually turned into like a responsible contributor. Wasn't great, obviously, but like wasn't getting scored on every shift. Thought the momentum was swinging back a little bit for him, but now, like, did you watch it? He fell going yeah. off the ice. Like he is hurt. Like he broke his. Like he broke an ankle or something. I don't know no what one. happened. The ice monster got him. Like he must have yeah. caught a. He got a caught a uh, ride or something. But that sucks. It's so. a super awkward play, and he's obviously extremely hurt because he's one of the toughest guys in the league, and he's yeah. not going to lay down like that unless it's something serious. And Ooh. man, even the guts to get up and still be able to get off the ice with just like minimal help. It's a weird play. And yeah, the, it's just, it's an, it's an ugly look. I'm not going to play doctor here, but I'm also not going to be like you, like when some people, like when people die and then we eulogize them as great people, like Reeves getting hurt. I'm not all of a sudden pretend like he's not, or that he's some kind of an impactful player that they're going to miss on this hockey team. In fact, the, the first thought I think a lot of us had was first tree living got a get out of jail free card with the Klingberg contract going to the IR and it's like, now you might end up having the same thing with Ryan Reeves, where all of a sudden the two worst contracts that are on the books might both be hitting the IR for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And the added cap flexibility that's going to give them is just, you know, I, I don't like saying it's like it's lucky because no one wants to see Ryan Reeves get hurt. But it is like a weird little wrinkle to this season that the two worst contracts that Tree Living signed could end up actually being not on the books for this team. Yeah. But yes, of course. I, I don't Get think well soon. Ryan Reeves. I don't think he's like LTIR though. Like, I mean, I, I have no idea. Be, yeah. I, I think like he's probably maybe high ankle sprain or something. I don't think you're going to be able to go out and spend his money. Well, they said that he will quote miss some time. Yeah. But they said that about geo. They said that about Lilligren, right? Like which Lilligren is going to miss three months. Lilligren's <laughs> like, coming so back. Yeah. It's been months since he was gone. He's been skating, but he was dealing with a high yeah. ankle sprain. So like, I Same don't, but like with, the only reason like they're looking to spend Klingberg's money is because he's on LTIR. He's having surgeries out yep. for the year. Right. Like, yep. I don't think you're rushing out to spend Reeves is 1.3. Maybe they lie. They like, there's a, Hey, there's always that possibility. They just lie and they leave him on Robida Island or Reeves Island. Hey, at least on the beach on Robida Island, Reeves gonna look great tarps off. So like, I mean, Incredible. that's, that's the one, that's the one, uh, the plus, I guess, but yeah. Buddy, I, did you read Jordan Tutu's quote the other day? No, I didn't. Jordan Tutu talked about how, when he signed his last deal, it was the same thing where he didn't want to go back down to the AHL Yeah, and he just said, yep, send me to an MRI machine and they'll say something's wrong with my shoulder. Like <laughs> yeah. to, to rule that out as a possibility is like, I think if it was a one year it, contract, I would yeah, agree with you on that. It's a three. Well, this contract. is a one-year contract because he will not be playing for the Toronto Maple Leafs next year. Ryan Reeves. You don't think? No. Okay. He's thirty-six years old right now. He has an injury, and he's the arguably like for the money. You could make the case that he's the like least effective player in the NHL right now. Like, yeah, that's hundred percent fair. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and they can bury it next year. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, either either way, I I don't like seeing guys get hurt. I never want to see a player get hurt ever. Like there's a never weird, a, it was a weird one too. Like just like going along the boards, yeah. weird one. But he, he's been like he hasn't been on the goal the ice for a goal again since he came back from being a healthy scratch, has he? <laughs> it's because he's on the ice for six minutes a game. But he's, he's, I, I don't he's know. Eight. Like he's been better. No question, sure. he's been better. 
Like, no, give him credit for that. He's been better. He has been. It's a fact. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, what meanie. else? You got anything big, else? You're a, you're a big meanie. You want to give him credit. I'm just not a liar. I'm not a panderer. <laughs> like, I don't need to pander. I just tell the truth. Uh, what, you got anything else? No. Um, I'm off uh, tomorrow, off Real Kipper and Born for the first time. Nice. I'm the first one to take a day uh, mm. since the TV started. So that's a, that's a tough look for me. But uh, I'm going to uh, London to watch my beloved own sound attack take on the London Knights at the, uh, I believe it's the Budweiser gardens there. So if you're there, you see me say hello, uh, go attack, go beware the bear, bud. That's all I got to say. Fire. I'm up. off my podcast tomorrow. Oh, a couple of slackers. <laughs> oh no, you're doing another job. No, I, yeah, I did three shows today and I was yeah. doing Leafs post and I thought, you know, I could probably just do one hour show tomorrow. So you can fair. catch me on uh fan pregame with Justin Cuthbert yeah. tomorrow at six o'clock uh, where I think we're, it's going to be very Dubas centered again tomorrow. I know you don't I mean, care. You say Dubas doesn't oh, matter. I anymore. think, I think to me, the fact that he's turned down media in the city makes it a story. And I think yeah. it matters now. Like I, him coming back. Them coming back here for the first time and not doing any media. You're the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs for, was it six years, seven years? It's a long time. You're not going to sit down with Christine Simpson for 20 minutes. Like that's insane. Like that's a Christine really, Simpson, yeah. it's a I, really I, I, tough look, man. Like I'm just surprised he didn't give a crumb to some of the, people that oh have carried his water God. the entire time that he was in the city like there's some guys being like oh i'm yeah. hungry and then he's like listen no food for you <laughs> yeah here's here's all you got to do if you're watching the show you already pictured who they were <laughs> <laughs> and you went and despite all that water carrying when they walked all the way through the desert Dubas just grabbed those two buckets and <laughs> dumped thank you and poured them all over himself. <laughs> imagine, shower, he made, right? imagine he made the Carlson trade here. Yeah. Just think about it. And didn't Shay, I think there was like some Shanny, maybe nixed it situation. Like there was a bunch of stuff that went on with that. I could just, I think, I think it's, you know, pretty embarrassing that he's not doing anything. I do. I, I uh, my my only thing is it's fine if he's the type of guy that I don't think would have done it if the team was good. But my exactly. opinion is is that if the exactly. Penguins were riding high, you'd be seeing him on some outlets. Anyway, uh, no leave five stars. I don't know. This was a pretty wild ride tonight. This is thirty <laughs> minutes of chaos. <laughs> yeah, thirty minutes of chaos for the for all of you. Leave five stars. Follow us on our socials at JD Bunkus at Sammy McKee. I'll see you tomorrow on Fan Pregame, and then we'll be back here on Saturday night. For the game against who did you say it was? The Penguins. Penguins. Well, yeah, oh. yeah. Man, <laughs> I got broken. I did three Buddy. shows today. Buddy, I did you talk too much. Just time to shut up. Time to yeah, shut up and just lie. Good night. Good night. Good night, Good everyone. Night. <laughs> Thank you for watching.